horseandhound.com.au. Yes, I'm hosting Mobile Rolling. Chris Barsby's on a well-earned break at the moment. Jared Daffy's about to link up with us. There's some terrific harness racing over the weekend. We touched on Melton earlier. There's a boomed square gator going around there, an old veteran, which we touched on. And speaking of veterans, there's one of those going around tonight at Gloucester Park that Matt Young and I spoke about yesterday called Mia Culpa. He's had 108 starts uh, for 18 wins, 19 seconds and 15 thirds. He was foaled back in 2016 by Art Major and he's probably going to be in the market to some extent in race three, number one, Mia Culpa. But this Phillies race tonight, uh, race five, is an absolute crackerjack race and Jared Daffy is with us. How are you, Jared? Good, thanks, Steve. Because you've got this in-form uh, August moon with a sequence of wins awkwardly drawn. Turn the mm. page for the Bonds has got any amount of talent. Casta de Lacqua led by a very big margin last start and got the job done. And Matty Young likes Safira, number 10. So what's the money telling us? OK, well, uh, these early moves uh, in, in Gloucester Park each week are really crucial to the end result. And we've got a couple here now. August moon's been $2. did briefly touch $2.10, but... The one they want to be with is number five, Turn the Page. It opened at three fifty, got into three ten, uh, three dollars last night, and this morning is now two dollars seventy. So clearly the gap has closed significantly between the two, the five and the eight. But the money is with the five. Turn the page. I wonder if they're, they're thinking it might get the perfect run because, as I said, that last that horse uh, Casta de Lacqua led by a very big space over raced at Pinjarra last start. Right. I, I wonder if they're thinking August Moon might have to sit outside it and that horse might end up with the, the perfect run in transit. We'll wait and see. But that's a mm. race five tonight, group three for the Phillies. And uh, some other races there. Uh, Jared will talk about when they... Oh, of course, those markets will be going up a bit later. Uh, yeah, today. they will be. Um, a lot of these meetings now, uh, we reverted back to the way that it was before, just waiting for the scratchings to come through. People get a little bit peeved off when um, deductions come out because, t to be honest, Steve, I don't think anybody can sort of comprehend what a scratching means in regards to a deduction. I think they just think they're being handled. But obviously, it's all related to the price, etc. So it's actually much, much easier to deal with... Um, with the, the opening of fixed odds markets after scratchings are done, even though it's, it's harness races in this particular instance, but that's the reason reasoning behind that. Well, this is the Young Guns combining here, the third at Menangle uh, with a short price favourite. You've got Jason Grimson, the trainer, and this Cam Hart driving. And how short is this favourite in the third at Menangle tomorrow night? Uh, well, it's pretty short. That one you're talking about is... Uh, hi, my name is Jeff. It opened at 145. It got into 135. It's been that way for about 12 hours now. Other one in the market there about time. Uh, again, for the Grimson stable, 5 out to 5.50. There's no interest in anything else there, Steve. So uh, I guess it sort of picks itself, that combination of Hart and Grimson. Hard to beat. $1.45 into 135. My name is Jeff. Well, he's regarded uh, this Luke McCarthy as one of our best in the country. Uh, I think Chris Barsby thinks he's the best driver in the country, and he's got the favourite here in race six at Menangle tomorrow night. Now, this is interesting, this race. Um, I, I had a look at this a couple of times. Early on, uh, there'd been some interest in, early on, uh, when I say early on, I'm talking Wednesday, Gennardi, uh, number 6, 5.50 into 4.80, and a couple of roughies, number 9, Fast Tracker, 51 into 16, and number 10, our Uncle Jim had been 51 into 23. It's actually just out to 26 now as I speak. Whilst that was going on, our Cosmic Major was $3, not much doing there. However, in the last 10 or 12 hours, uh, they've crunched it. It's now into $2.60. Most of the others that are in the market are getting right out. 
Ryan's gangster uh, barrier two five fifty out to uh, eight fifty now. Volunteer number five has been seven out to eleven. So that's a really good push. Uh, I know we've still got a day and a bit to go, but uh, you've got to respect that money that's come today for our cosmic major number one three into two sixty. Of course, we had all those Group One races in Victoria last week. This is you know not. Um, as good a program, but I'll tell you no. what, there's some quality going around. Queen Alita early in the program. The race we're going to look at now is this Emma Stewart bandwagon just rolls on, and, and race five, she's got the shorty here, Jared. Yeah, well, she's got the shorty, and she's got the second pick, and the fourth pick has only a field of six. Tough Tilly's the one we're referring to. There's no move in this market, Steve. It opened at one twenty-five. It is still $1.25. Treachery, uh, $3.90. Uh, Relent. Relentless Me, Barrier 1, 850, and the other Emma Stewart runner there, Star Celebrity number 2, is a $16 pop. Only a field of $6.25, hasn't moved tough tilly, as you would expect, plenty of multi action there, so can't really tell you much there. It's short and probably looks like winning. I talked about this horse earlier, Jared. I don't know if you heard me. This Mildura freak who, who lined up for its 300th start last night, uh, last uh, start at Mildura and won. The race was named after it. It's going to be big odds here, but I, I hope it runs a race, Bernie Winkle, Bernie against, Winkle? against one of Emma Stewart's um, very promising horses. Look, I didn't hear that segment, but I had a look down the field, and everybody knows Bernie Winkle, particularly yeah. when he goes around at Mildura. I don't know what it is, whether it's... Uh, uh, the way the track's shaped or anything like that, but he's near on unbeatable up there, and he has been for many, many seasons. The thing he's was, he started three dollars eighty last start and just chimed in on the bend. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's been a fabulous horse up around there, but unfortunately, once he gets up to the better class uh, classes, he does struggle. And this is a pretty decent field. This one now, uh, been a bit of movement. Number two, Outlaw Man, eight into seven. Um, eight better Eclipse has been six into four twenty. It's been the best backed in the race. Some sort of interest in Tango Tara, uh, fifteen into twelve. Bernie Winkle twenty three out to forty one. And this favourite act now uh, sort of created a little bit of a headline last week, but it's going round tomorrow night. It's a drifter in the market, one fifty five out to one sixty five. So if we're following the money trail here, quite clearly. Uh, number eight, Better Eclipse is going to be the one to beat. Six into four twenty. Just back to that Bernie Winkle. He started his career in New Zealand. He won three races before heading to Victoria. But his first ever start was October two thousand and fifteen. Gee, yeah. he's a flashy-looking horse. So I don't know whether you've ever checked him out. No, I haven't. A, on the TV, I, I, obviously they have different colours and that. But um, he's, you know, he, he looks like he's. Um, Jet black, and he's got those uh, those colours that the white with the blue sleeves. I think he is uh, when he when he races, and he really stands out. Uh, no, he's been a good bit of stuff for a couple of. He's actually won three quarters of a million in stake yeah. money. Incredible though, isn't he? Sixty four yeah. races, forty five seconds, thirty six thirds. I mean, Destraos he had four hundred and eighty six starts. Uh, yeah. He raced until sixteen, and Lance, so Lancelot Bromax extraordinary. I mean, that'll never be broken. Well, at five hundred nineteen starts, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. And, um, yeah, he, uh, well, he's been around a long time. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of him. And obviously he's going okay for for them to uh, to take to take this field on. I'd say he'll probably run, I don't know, midfield or something, or run well and then go to Mildura and win. Yeah, 10 years mm. of age. I think when he started, Brian Bennett was calling. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Brian around. Bennett used to call Mildura? Yeah, I do. It's a long yeah. time ago. I used to tell the story uh, when I was used to listen to the line in those days and... Uh, 
they didn't have a bell, so they used to run. Someone would run down to the car, which was parked on the infield near the infield, and beat the, the horn. Yeah, that was a lap to go. <laughs> at Mildura. Time, times have changed. They have. Yeah. Of course, we spoke about the Inner Dominion earlier with Jason Scott from Racing Queensland and Grant Dixon yesterday, and he just hasn't made a final decision with a leap to fame or go Victoria Cup and come back for the Inner Dominion, uh, or uh, just have a few runs before the Inner Dominion in Queensland. Well, I know it's. Uh, it's December 16th, so it's not really that far away. Um, he's a dollar eighty-five leap to fame. I guess out of sight, out of mind. We haven't really done a lot on the uh, the Inter Dominion the last couple of weeks since a lot of these horses have just been on the sidelines uh, as as they rest up with these features coming up. But he's one eighty-five. Rock and roll, deal. Rock and roll, do at seven. Catch a wave nine. Copy that, self-assured. Uh, the Kiwis at 11, Swayze there at 11, and the rest are 14 or better. So it all will be unfolding over the coming months, but at the moment he's an odds-on pop leap to fame to win the Inter Dom. Yeah, there wouldn't be massive. Um, I'm sure there'll be a massive crowd. Well, it'll be a huge crowd there, I'm sure, for the last ever Inner Dominion Series at, at the famous Creek. Uh, right, yeah. It's formerly the speed-pacing capital, of course, of, of Australia. I remember when I started, uh, if they broke two minutes, they were going quickly. <laughs> Well, as I've mentioned before, I can remember uh, myself and some mates came up for a holiday from Victoria. I don't know, I reckon I was 20-odd, um, so it's 40-something years ago. And we went to Albion Park and you couldn't get in the gate for people or bookies or whatever. And, of course, in those days, um, they raced the other way around. Uh in the reverse way of going to what they do now. And uh, Mary's Idol went round uh, in that particular race set and I was, they were good fields. Of course, Wayne Wilson called uh, the harness right. in those particular days mm. uh, before going through to call the thoroughbreds. Jared, uh, anything else to touch on before we leave you this morning? Oh, I think I've done. Mm. I'm done. And JB well, Rogers, oh, we oh, should... Actually, just, um, yep. just on that, Chris always gets a little multi-office um, for those that have been back, so... It's a bit difficult with just the five picks, but I've got a treble here. Uh, Gloucester Park tonight, race five, number five, turn the page, currently at 270. And then the two at Menangle tomorrow night, race three, number nine, hi, my name is Jeff, currently 135. And race six, number one, our Cosmic Major, $2.60. And you touched on Jamie Rogers? Yeah, just uh, you work with her for a long period of time, but she's yeah. uh, just put a message on social that she's, of course, finishing up with Tab. Yeah, that's right. Um to actually, tomorrow morning is her last morning. She'll be doing some uh, things on RSN. And today's her last uh, day of dealing with the, the guys in Sydney at Sky Sports Radio, the sister station. Yeah, look, it's a big loss. Um, we kind of, or we did know a couple of weeks ago that uh, this weekend was going to be her last weekend, but she didn't really want to be making any fanfare about it. But 12 years being the face and the voice, uh, the female face and the female voice of um, Sky Channel and and Sky Sports Radio and Tabcor, etc. She obviously uh, was uh, was the lead at a lot of the functions, particularly this time of the year in regards to spring carnival launches and stuff like that in Victoria. So yeah, it's going to be a big loss, but uh, um, more than happy to move on. That's Jamie, and uh, I'm not sure where we'll see her in the future. She, I think she's going to have a few months off, have a bit of a reassessment about uh, what she's going to do. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Steve. Jared Daffy. <laughs>
last week at Melton. We had all these Group 1 races. Just about every really short-priced favourite won, with the exception of one that got beaten there. Didn't finish in the top three, but the locomotive was odds on. RC Phoenix. And we had um, Storm Rider at really short price. Draw a Dream was $1.28, $1.12 Petrarca, $1.12 Amore Vita, $1.80 Veltino. $1.45 was the unplaced one. I think ran fifth behind Celestio Matuka, which was a $12 chance. Ryan Spice, of course, four medalist, professional punter. Joins us. How are you, Ryan? Morning, Steve. I'm very well. How about yourself? Good. I bet you enjoyed watching and reviewing that meeting at Menangle last week. At Melton, I should say. Yeah, the Vic Bread Super Series meeting was outstanding. Some high-quality youngsters on show. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Yeah, and we get to see some quality, of course, at that program tomorrow night in Victoria with a couple of boom horses, including that square gator, Queen, Queen Alita. Yeah, she's a lovely mare. Chris Alford uh, has stated this week that she's the best trotter that he's driven. So, yeah, they're, they're big wraps. Where are we going to start with your specials for the weekend, right? Uh, Steve, let's in Sydney and the first little push I'll give is favourite in the free-for-all. Hi, my name is Jeff. He can just be a little multi-builder, $1.35 with tab he is. So if you're going to couple a few shorties up this weekend, don't leave him out. What he's done under Jason Grimson at his first two starts has just been jaw-dropping. First up, he went uh, 48.9 for the mile and then he uh, dominated in 53 and change over the 2300. So... He'll be in front after three to 400 metres and he'll be winning. What about his history? Who was he? Where was he trained previously, this horse? My name is Jeff, right? Yeah, he was with um, a trainer in Victoria by yep. the name of Russell Jack, who did a really solid job with him. He lost his way a few times. Um, he looked like a bit of a handful, but uh, Jason Grimson certainly getting the best out of him now. All right, so that's race three, number nine. I look forward to watching that race now at Menangle tomorrow night. And the race one in Sydney, I am really keen on the hopes of the James Rattray-trained star major. This horse has been chasing home spirit at St. Louis at his last few starts. And he's actually, in his last five starts, he's had to chair up on the big Menangle deck and he has acquitted himself really, really well. So he gets back to 95 grade here, over the mile. It looks to be a fair bit of speed early. Star major can do some mid-race work get into the contest, and I think he'll be very hard to beat. Uh, young Taylor Osman is taking the drive. She is an excellent young range woman, and uh, I really like the chances of Star Major. Who, which stable is she connected to, uh, young Osman? Taylor, I believe, works for James Rattray. Oh, OK. Makes a bit of sense. So race one, number nine, Star Major, and the other one is race three, number nine. My name is Jeff. Is it just the two, Brian? Yeah, and Steve, I'll give a little push, one closer to home. Um, I think a horse that's got his hoof on the till is race seven, one at Albion Park on Saturday night. Got to go milking. Uh, this is a quali. And I think got to go milking with Pete McMullen in the sulky can stack them and rack them and zip a quarter and be very, very hard to beat. So seven, one, got to go milking. Appreciate your time, Ryan. Thanks, Steve. Cheers, mate. Yeah, Ryan Spice. So, Menangle, he's suggesting maybe an all-up race one, nine-star major into the shorty there, three-nine. My name is Jeff and got to go milking. Hopefully show good speed from the inside gate for Chantel Turpin and leader Peter. Seven-one at Albion Park. D Darren Clayton is joining us on Mobile Rolling. How are you, Darren? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Steve. How are you? Good. How's the week been? 
Yeah, pretty good. We're, uh, we're tracking along nicely. A little bit of a tough day at Redcliffe yesterday, but uh, that counted off from a, a good night Wednesday night. What was the standout? Is there any standout performances in South East Queensland harness racing this week? Um, there's quite a, a number of trainers have, uh, and drivers have, have reached milestones this week. Steve, uh, Brendan Barnes and Leonard Kane both got to 100 wins for the season. Uh, Grant Dixon, he's only one win away. He's on 99, so he'll be very closely uh, ticking that number off, you'd imagine, uh, with plenty of the season left to go as well. And, of course, Nathan Dawson, we keep mentioning how big his season is. He's, um, he's had another couple of big days. He's now only four wins away from reaching 300 for the season. And um, with the book he's got tonight and tomorrow night, uh, I'd suggest he'll, he'll have that 300 by weekend. I see he's driving aphorism in the first at Albion Park tomorrow night. Yeah, Chris Frisby uh, from New South Wales down Bathurst. He's still up here. Him and John Bazzario, they they enjoy the Queensland sunshine. And uh, he's got aphorism absolutely flying. His um, horse has been going really well in the midweeks and then last week tackled a uh, sort of step back up into that Saturday night grade and, and performed really well. Uh, he might have missed the money, but he wasn't too far away in that race it was a, a fastly run race and um that was the race won by deus ex the open so aphorism will certainly be thereabouts in that race it's a good good race that first race tomorrow night and uh quite a number of informed performers are going head to head he's driving an informed galloper to uh, galloper pacer tonight as well albion park a culin kid in the third number eight it's 260 i see yeah so culin kid was um previously trained by tim butt uh, Doug Lee purchased the horse and uh, trialled pretty well and first up for him was second and then put together a hat-trick of wins and then um, got another placing last time out. Gets the inside of the second line tonight which might just be a little bit tricky for him. Just where he ends up in the run tonight um, is a little bit of concern there. We're talking about race three Albion Park tonight. Major icon out in gate seven. I've actually uh, thought could win this race purely off the fact that it can get forward and stay in front of Kulan Kid, who will be um, sort of possibly buried in the run. But that said, Nathan Dawson, he can win on a broomstick, and if he finds a gap, he's certainly uh, every chance of winning that race. But the money's there for Kulan Kid, but I, I just think Major Icon can stay ahead of him and possibly win that race. Major Icon, yeah, it's $3.20, race three tonight, Albion Park, number seven. What's interesting, looking at a couple of these shorter price favourites, uh, in the first, you've got the Bowden Blues, Sean Tallon, Pete McMullen's $1.50. That same combination in the second with a tax collector at $1.40, and they've got a shorty a bit later as well in... I think it's race seven, is it? Uh, yeah, $1.40. She's full of spirit, $1.40. So they need hopefully have a good night for the punter's sake. Yeah, well, the Bowden Blues, so um, he's an interesting one. He's first up tonight. His last race was in the Queensland Derby, so um, very talented horse and a good high-speed horse. So um, he draws a good gate in the mile. He hasn't trialled in readiness for this cam um, campaign, so um, just be a little bit of concern how he can see it out but uh, leader Peter if he gets in front he'll certainly have them chasing that's for sure there's um, the other Turpin runner Alta Magician it's in good form as well actually beat the tax collector two starts ago and then was second last Saturday night they've got the tax collector in race two I think he's a uh, um, he's sort of stamped his form lines that he's a leader and just likes to roll in front 
and he gets like perfect conditions there. So I think he he's probably the pick of the three that uh, you would say at those odds. When you're saying they're that short, you'd want them to be definite. I think he's the most definite of those three. Do you want to give us your quadrilla program for this uh, meeting at Albion Park tonight? Races five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so tonight uh, in the first leg, race number five, thought uh, a couple of chances here. I've got number nine, Jackie Moon, on top. Uh, thought it should get the nice run through on the back of the favourite, the two Chronicles, and number three, Brave View Fella. He can get forward. He's a go-forward type. Good win, two starts back. So I thought that first race would be decided between those three, two, three, and nine. And like I say, I've got number nine, Jackie Moon, on top. The second leg, race number six, I've got number two, Blackjack Beth, on top. Thought she finds the right race there to get forward, and she's probably a little bit better on the front, and from there it'll be hard to beat. Sporting Rage, number seven's an interesting runner. First up in Queensland for Sean Grimsey. Was meant to make his first start uh, for Sean a couple of weeks ago, but ended up being scratched, and um, as a result of that, we haven't seen him. He comes up here this time first up, got the tough gate, but he comes up with good Riverina form. So I think it's a matter of two and seven in that race. The third leg, race number seven, uh, thought this was a race in two. A couple of early scratchings drawn inside. She's full of spirit. Now certainly gives her every opportunity to get across. She'll start from gate five now and prove hard to beat. If there is a danger, number two, Brookfield's Beauty. Only lightly raced, still a maiden. But uh, last time out, took on the triad three-year-old Phillies final. She managed to sneak into that after a placing or uh, finishing fourth in one of the semi-finals. So um, we'll go two and seven in that third leg. And the final leg, race eight, bit of a tricky race. These up to 40 Raiders, um, which we quite often see at the end of a card on a Friday night or on a Wednesday night. Uh, Number five, Jet Force, is probably his his opportunity to get back into winning form. A little bit of a sticky gate, but it's certainly where he can end up. The perfect feeling. He'll be fitter from a first run back from a spell. Again, gate gives him no favours, but he's probably just has a little bit more uh, form to his side than some of the others. So five and ten to bring it home. So just repeating those numbers, Steve. First leg of the quaddy tonight at Albion Park. Numbers two, three, and nine. The second leg, numbers two and seven. The third leg, numbers two and seven again. And the final leg, bringing it home with five and ten. Grand total of $24, or play that to however suits your budget. Hewland Kid, you mentioned race three, oh, sorry, Major Icon, three, seven. It's 320. What would be the standout bet on the card? Would it be that or something else tonight? Yeah, tonight, I, I, I'm pretty keen on on that one major icon and in the last number six do little doozy again uh, talking about these races once they drop below 40 they're up to 40 rated and then um, number six do little doozy she gets back into the up to 40 class for the first time and um, her form hasn't been too bad i think she finds a race there where she can certainly cash in so we be patient for the best race nine number six but um, like you mentioned there um, major icon in race three certainly keen on his chances right, as well so nine six three eight and they're both the same price so three dollars twenty with tab fixed yeah, well, let's, uh, hopefully we can get them both home. And if we're looking to tomorrow night at uh, Albion Park, Steve, 
for a best. It will come up again. Have to be patient. Race nine, horse six, Alexia Rose. Front running mare hasn't drawn a gate to get forward and attack. Uh, she gets that tomorrow night. And leader Peter up. I think he can do the job for us. Race nine, horse six, Alexia Rose. Gee, the numerical form on paper doesn't look good. Six, six, seven, four, zero. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty poor, Steve. But like I said, she's been drawn uh, second line and wide off the front line in races where the speed drawn to her inside. Tomorrow night she gets the, the chance to zoom across and do what she does best, and that's up on the front end. Thanks for that, Darren. No worries, Steve. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thank you. Darren Clayton there all over the form for harness racing, particularly in Queensland.